Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to President, Patriot or Puppet. You know, today's program, we're just trying to focus on the guy with the, remember the phone and uh, the pen that really didn't have time for Congress? You know, how to circumvent Obama vetoes with the GOP Senate, which we must get, by the way, by getting out to vote in 2014. If Republicans take control of the U.S. Senate in this year's elections, it will be, as Vice President Joe Biden might put it, more graphically, a big deal. President Barack Hussein Obama has the veto pen for the last two years of his term, even if the GOP takes the Senate and keeps the House. Now, With GOP Senate House, the president can stop the repeal of things like Obamacare, but a determined congressional majority can wreak havoc by using the initial budget process known as reconciliation, which allows major changes to be made with only a majority Senate vote that isn't subject to veto. Republicans can use reconciliation to pass lots of policies, even repealing parts of Obamacare. Republicans have struggled to come up with any palatable alternatives to the health care law. That means major components such as the subsidies and tax credits and the ban on discrimination against uh, uh, ensuring those with pre-existing conditions wouldn't be changed, but deep cuts in funding for running the program and getting new enrollees would take its toll. There could be a big hit in day-to-day administration. Now, despite the power of the presidential veto, all the uh, comprises and movements would move to the right. Now, Congress would adopt measures closer to those favored by House Budget Committee Chairman Paul Ryan, cutting social spending from the poor and increasing defense spending. But wouldn't that take Republicans who had proven that they had earlier had balls? Now, the Trey Gowdy GOP would enact conservative tax measures, reform of the uh, corporate code might be a starting point, Though changes in individual income taxes would be unlikely for the budgetary and political reasons. A Trey Gowdy type of GOP Congress might hold the upper hand. Regulatory agencies, the party that that doesn't like a long list that includes the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the Internal Revenue Service, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the Food and Drug Administration, and the Environmental Protection Agency could turn into toothless watchdogs with slashed budgets. There would be a big push for the regulations from the executive in need of a Security Act, which requires congressional approval for all major regulations, and then the... uh, atrocities that are being appointed by the president would come 
to a screeching halt. You know, Senate confirmation for all but most routine nominations would be a slug. Now, Republicans might repeal the so-called nuclear option rule, which requires only 51 votes, now 60 to break a filibuster. Now, to confirm an executive or judicial appointment short of the Supreme Court. Now, it, it's difficult to envision a Republican-run Senate confirming any Supreme Court appointment by Obama. The biggest issue might be a nuclear deal with Iran. Odds are the current negotiations will be extended until the end of this year or the next year. For now, only the strong hand of Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid prevents legislation that might scuttle the negotiations from coming to the floor. If a deal is reached, a Republican Congress would probably refuse the repeal of sanctions imposed on Iran. The President can waive uh, some of these measures by executive order, but Congress would still have the latitude to complicate any argument. As to investigations of alleged administration misconduct, take the current numbers and double them. Okay, Still, I don't think the standing GOP has the balls to put those in jail who broke the law. For some rhinos, uh, may have been involved with something, shall we say, beneath the law themselves. Oh, now... Like Fox News, we have breaking news for our show listeners. An intensive investigation has revealed the identity of the man whose Social Security number is being used by President Barack Hussein Obama. You heard me correctly. Jean Paul Ludwig, who was born in France in 1890, immigrated to the United States in 1924 and was assigned Social Security number 04684425, which is, in fact, Obama's current Social Security number, received uh, on or about March of 1977. Now, Mr. Ludwig lived most of his life in Connecticut, and because of that uh, his Social Security begins with the digits 042, which are among only a select few reserved for Connecticut residents. Barack Hussein Obama never lived or worked in that state. Therefore, there is no reason on earth for his Social Security to start with the digits 042. None whatsoever. If this is beginning to smell to you? Just wait. Now comes the best part. J.P. Ludwig spent the final moments of his life in Hawaii, hello, where he died. Now, conveniently, Obama's grandmother, Madeline Payne Dunham, worked part-time at the probate office in the Honolulu, Hawaii courthouse, and therefore had access to the Social Security numbers of deceased individuals. The Social Security Administration was never informed of Ludwig's death. Imagine that. And because he never received Social Security benefits, there were no benefits to stop. Therefore, 
No questions were ever raised. The suspicion, of course, is that Dunham's, Obama's grandmother's, knowing her grandson was not a U.S. citizen, either because he was born in Kenya or because a citizen of Indonesia, upon his adoption by Lolo Sotero. Now, simply, the, the going through the probate records until she found someone who died and who was not receiving Social Security benefits and selected Mr. Ludwig's Connecticut Social Security number for her grandson, Obama. Just wait until Trump gets past this birth certificate onto this issue of Barry O's use of the stolen Social Security number. You will see leftist heads exploding, as some may be doing right now listening to this broadcast, because they will have no way of defending their entitlement champion, Barry Sotoro, or Barack Hussein Obama, or whatever the hell his real name is, although many Americans do not understand the meaning of the term natural-born there are few who do not understand that you are using someone else's Social Security number. It is clear indication of fraud. Let's all get this information out to everybody and email our email list with this information. If the voters of this great nation can uh, succeed in bringing this lying, deceitful, cheating, corrupt imposter to justice... It will be the biggest and best-breaking news in decades for our country and world. You know, Benjamin Franklin once stated, when the people find that they can vote themselves money, that will herald the end of our republic. You know, the Pledge of Allegiance was written in 1892 by Francis Bellamy. It reflected his idea of a united America after the Civil War. At the time, the country was still very much divided because of the conflict between the North and the South. The pledge reinforced the idea of one nation, something important to many after the Civil War and the attempts of the South to succeed. To secede. Now, David Tippy sees America at the stage we're in now from being in reverse for so long because any good society has to be founded on God's word, which is the reversal of communism sought by the progressive atheists. Our founders understood we must include God, and so it was blended in our founding documents when they were created by our founders, which were their alternatives to the Marxist movements of that day, the real flames for the future destruction of America started when America, through the progressive atheist movement, adopted Marxism, socialism, and scientific sociology, which of course is the removal of God from schools and the mention of God in the public forum, which, by the way, were sold to the people by telling them that they, the people, are the products of society, nothing actually being their fault being the secret message or call to action, if you will, was for those dominant members of the progressive atheist society movement who were to be the elitists, 
the secret message to them was to reform their elitist ways and communication to the voting base to create increased statements of separatism that they still, in those words, still exist today and create inequality for the little people. Of course, the people did not know they were the inferior little people. Without the little people every uh, ever knowing what was going on behind the curtain, as the curtain in The Wizard of Oz, the plan was set. The little people were confronted with words and free stuff to keep them under the socialist movement control. In the socialist climate, those who opposed the idea that society created the problems of individuals, the progressives, so, uh, socialists, simply put the blame on race and bloodline instead, which could then be a sharp divider of America that created votes for the progressive atheists, bringing about the change. Change meaning the way a person would vote. End of change. Notice I did not say period. Now, diverting these votes meant keeping the progressive atheists in office and they could continue lording over the little people. The progressive atheists began the state to state that others who opposed them were simply wrong and obstructionist, and that society's problems were not caused by oppressive economic conditions, but rather society's social problems were caused by genetic inferiority, and that explanation for blame was placed at the feet of their opponents. Progressive atheists built on socialism and refined it so that it was no less than Darwinism. The idea that certain people were genetically more fit to be the elitist and that the more fit then legitimately had the right to rule the inferior little people because the elites could do a good job camouflaging what their true intent and agenda was by only having to change the subject should it come up and direct the subject to the free stuff that the inferior little people would receive. Their movement grew in size and in power. So all that was necessary to sell this idea or anything for that matter to those little people who receive free bounty and gave up their freedom by accepting same. They, by doing so, have accepted the role of inferior little people to keep receiving free bounty. Their acceptance further removed their initiative to work and provide for their families. And in that place, they were bound into life of serfdom. In other words, slavery. As long as the progressive atheists could conceal that people were born virtually equal and continue to convince them the differences did not come from environmental conditions of their past behavior, then they, the elitists, could keep on scamming them for their votes. Our great country is on fire today because we didn't have a fighting right 
anymore. We have a passive go-along-to-get-along group of lifetime politicians that now can be mistaken for the progressive, atheist, elitist left. Strong Americans are beginning to stand up with us on this radio program, and when we get enough standing alongside of us, we will take our country back from the elitists, no matter which side of the fence they claim to be on, and return the power to the boss, and that is the American people. So many people are not aware that every one of the elected politicians work for us, we the people, who are indeed the big people of the United States of America that are all only human beings, by the way, which is the only race, by the way. When you hear those shouting that you are a racist, tell them, hell, yes, we are. You are only for the human race, and certainly not those old nasty rhinos and any other species like the jackasses or, of course, you know, and so on. When the Al Sharptons and the Jesse Jacksons of the world make their living off of creating race wars, just remind them that we all agree they themselves certainly could not be a member of the human race, so they're irrelevant. At this point, I want to speak with the two greatest radio contributors in the world, Michael Talley and Dr. Mark Davis, and I will start with my great friend and personal ally, Michael Talley. Come on. Uh, Good morning, David, Dr. I think it was interesting you talked about genetic inferiority because our liar-in-chief just is the perfect example of that. Genetic inferiority. He's up there, uh, I guess, yesterday and the day before saying how wonderful Obamacare is, and he's just saying they did wonderful things. No relationship at all between the number that they said signed up They didn't list the number that paid. They didn't list the number that went to Medicare. They didn't list the number that lost their insurance. They didn't list the number of young people that signed up. That number means nothing. It's a huge disgrace, but you'll never hear that on network news. Now the Dems are talking about, uh, well, you know, if you work for somebody and you get uh, health insurance and they contribute to it, you're really getting a subsidy. More garbage. The difference is these people are working. It's not a subsidy which the Dems are going to be pushing for a while, it is a benefit of the fact that you're working. And another point is that uh, apparently now uh, Ginsburg is, is older, so Obama is pushing Ginsburg to retire from the Supreme Court before he leaves so he can put another liberal Democrat in there. Oh, yeah. Terrible aspect to have happen. you got McCain pushing amnesty, who has said that if it's the last thing he does, he wants to make everybody in here legal, and he wants to put uh, Kennedy's name on it. You know, you talk about a rhino. This guy's a rhino in spades. There's no way that he should be even elected. I don't know how he gets elected continually. It it just amazes me. Uh, Doctor, I'll turn it over to you for a second. The incredible thing. The genetic superiority goes way, way back. Uh, 
in the Nazi time in the 1920s and 30s, they thought that the Orion race was genetically superior. They were smarter, more handsome. They would breed better children. They'd use eugenics to bring people of German origins together and get rid of anybody else who looked odd or was outside their culture. So eugenics, breeding, uh, genetic superiority, it's embedded into a lot of things. It's August Huxley wrote about it in Brave New World in the 1930s, how their alpha, betas, gammas, and deltas, and the alphas should rise up and, and control society, and so are the betas, the deltas, and the gammas, or the worker bees out there. So there is a historical basis and a, and a literature basis for this eugenic kind of thinking that's coming out there. As for Obamacare, there's been 38 changes so far to Obamacare. Most of them emanated through uh, Obama's administration, <clears throat> excuse me, and what we're seeing now is an unraveling of Obamacare itself. As you, as Michael Talley mentioned, we don't know who these seven million people are. Were they receiving subsidies before, and now they they're receiving subsidies through the exchanges? Are there young people coming in? Uh, we don't know how many young people are in there. How many people have paid up? We we don't know that either. So the seven million is a bogus number. Obama claimed it. Obamacare is here to stay. That's not true at all. We, the traditional insurances are still around, and what you're buying on the exchanges are basically traditional insurance, but they're just directing it through the exchange instead. So uh, the insurance companies are still out there, and we can deconstruct Obamacare and, and make it more palatable to, to the rest of the people. I think it should be revoked. There are 12 new taxes that are going into effect and or are in effect already. The, uh, the, me- the medical tax on cardiac pacemakers and, and stethoscopes, things like that. That's 2.3%. Welsh, Allen, Medtronic, a number of companies have laid people off for it and there are laying people off for it. Um, so I just read an article, Obamacare prescription for job loss. That's going to go into the news. And I would tell you, it was eye-opening. The um, Congressional Budget Office said there will be 2.5 million equivalent job losses in the next couple of years directly due to Obamacare. Now, if they're saying that, they're lowballing because they lowballed the losses Obamacare would incur. So I would assume there'll be three or four million job losses at the minimum. So what we're seeing here is a series of lies emanating from the administration, covering up their failures. The Dems don't know which way to go from this. Most are running from Obamacare because they're going to be killed in the uh, 2014 election. We will have a Republican Senate. Uh, I think just by an edge we'll have it, but we'll have enough in there, as you said, to to move forward with a lot of legislation that's positive this time. And we can override a number of vetoes if we do do it correctly. At least bring to bear on the president a lot of weight so he'll change his mind on some of these things. But the president has a huge ego. It won't allow him to admit he made a lot of errors, and just about everything he does is an error. I think you guys may have heard that they, he said something in Farsi to uh, the Iranians. Of course, uh, no ruse. The New Year was about uh, in the last few days. No ruse means New Year in, in Farsi. And he's wishing them well. He's wishing the mullahs well. He's wishing the terrorists well. Is he crazy? Is he a nutcase? So I, I think the whole scenario in Washington needs to be reversed. And there are many good people out there. That come to bear. They're pushing Sarah Palin to come back in. I like her. She's smart and she knows a lot. She's a softball candidate. She will lose miserably. The media will destroy her, and she shouldn't jump into this. And when when 
the pain gets very tough when people start pumping on her. All of a sudden, she disappears. Uh, we, we know she only served 30 months as governor. Uh, anytime the media is heavy around her, she runs. So I, I would think uh, she should stay on the sidelines, pump the Republican Party up, and, and do what she can to help. But there are many good people like Trey Gowdy, as you mentioned, that, that should run. I don't like Jeb Bush. I don't think he'll make it. I think he's another softball candidate. Uh, and I think that's going to go down. Uh, we're gonna see, uh, they won't put Bush in there. Another Bush? What do you guys think? It's absolutely, that would be criminalistic in my view because there's, yeah. uh, I mean, listen, he has an, uh, a set agenda. As a matter yeah. of fact, I, I don't have the words of that particular test that his family is capitalizing on that had dumbed down the schools. He's the, the champion of no child left behind. That's the most erosion that has ever taken place yeah. in our school systems, and we have to get government out of our school systems, not more of it in, and allow the very intelligent to continue to exceed, not hold them back to the slowest learner. That's the dumbest thing in the entire universe, and that was the per capita choice of, of him and his family, and the idea that that, uh, of course, uh, he is certainly married to Latino and has his, his purpose is to have total amnesty for those in this country. I mean, there's so many clues out there for even the low-informed to see. Uh, that, that's the uh, charge and the, uh, you might say, the light brigade is going to be turning and, of course, uh, destroying his attempts, so it's going to actually be putting the enemy in office. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can't have Jeb Bush running. They've already got a campaign established to go against uh, Bush. They would just revitalize the same thing. We cannot let the Democrats and liberals elect our nominee for president. You know, I agree with uh, with the doctor. Uh, Trey Gowdy would be perfect. He's not afraid of the media. He'll stand yeah. up and say whatever he needs to say. And that's what we need. We need a Rand Paul or a Craig Gowdy. And I think if we had Rand Paul, one of the things that would be a benefit is the Libertarians yeah. wouldn't be split in the Republican vote. They would vote for Rand Paul. Yeah. So that's kind of a benefit, too, just the fact that we have somebody that will really combine the Republicans and Libertarians and and hopefully some independence too. You know, everybody thinks the election's about the independence. Uh, it's going to be very did you interesting. Hear, did you hear that that uh, Hillary has got already a billion dollars uh, in her campaign uh, fund? Uh, can you imagine? Uh, this is billionaires that are backing her because the money, people, uh, are supposed to be controlling the world, and of course. She has been a member of that New World Order business for many, many years. So it's it certainly is fact that she's going to have money running over money uh, running. And I can't even imagine, I don't care if she had all the money in the world, how she could get over some of just the, just the trip uh, trails that she's going to be faced with, and one being... You know, what does it matter? You know, I'll, there's so many others besides that, but who in their right educated mind would vote 
for Hillary Clinton. Okay, well, nature, nature may take over, David. Because she doesn't look well at all. I mean, she looks really, really bad. She's aged a lot in the last few years. She's had a number of medical problems that we know about and a number we do not know about. And if you look at her intensely, I don't think she may survive the 2016. She just looks very sickly. And if you want to put somebody in the White House like that. The other thing is that Dems tend to look away from merit. Uh, they, I don't know what merit she would have. She has accomplished nothing other than being the wife of a president and being Secretary of State, which was a backdoor deal to allow Obama to run on the Democratic uh, ticket. So um, what, what are her accomplishments? Could anybody here list them? I can't. And she, she has to run from that, you know, what difference does it make statement, because people will push it in her face. There was, a, there was something on the Facebook the other day saying that uh, her daughter should uh, be made ambassador of Libya. You know, and they would say, "Well, yes." I mean, it's cruel to say that, but the the, the mark what the guy was trying to say was, "Hey, look, it would make a difference for her if, if something happened to her daughter." But all the other people, it doesn't make a difference for. That was what they were trying to bring across. Uh, in that but the statement. absolute, the absolute uh, reveal is that everybody now is so used to the fact that you buy somebody's participation by promising them a future or someone they want. I mean, who was it that that sold uh, Obama's seat? <laughs> Come on, excuse me. Uh, we are so used to that kind of crap. Only very seldom does somebody spend time in jail for it, which is uh, the case with uh, the gentleman, I can't think of his name. I say something on that. I think he got too much time in jail. I really do. I think they they trashed him. They they had not indicted him and they pulled him out of, as governor from the he was not an indicted person. He lost his governorship. Fourteen years in jail is too long for that. Uh, Jesse Jackson was uh, son was involved with this. What did he get? A year, a half a year, and he pleaded schizophrenia to get the sentence reduced. So I I think they they really beat on this guy. They want this guy quiet, and that's why they threw him in, into the jail so long. He knows a lot more than he's saying, for sure. Floyd Jackson's black. Yeah, of course. That's what it's all about. It's about black and being black and getting special privileges as being black. And and we looked aside and. When, when Oprah said that older white people, when they pass into uh, oblivion, uh, all racism will disappear, that happened, I believe, in November, in an interview with her. No one, there was no outrage. There's nothing. Right. And, then, and then a few months later, she gets the highest civilian medal in the country, awarded by Obama, the Medal of Freedom. What, what sense is it any of these awards to make anymore? What oh, sense right. does she make? She, she's an, a national icon. I mean, this is the type of people we choose as national icons. It's unbelievable. Well, they gave Obama the uh, Nobel Peace Prize 11 days into his uh, yeah. his presidency, and he did nothing. He's still done nothing. He claims responsibility for nothing that goes wrong. This is this guy's not a leader. Like the uh, Republicans are saying now, Obama is talking, Putin's acting. And our enemies realize Obama just wants to talk. That's why Putin called him up, kept him on the phone for an hour. He's got nothing to say. The guy is a pansy. I mean, it's just it's incredibly how weak our liar-in-chief is. He's, he's enabled Iran, like you're saying, Doctor, as far as horsey comments. He's allowing them to do whatever they want. 
North Korea feels emboldened. They're tossing missiles towards uh, South Korea. Yeah. Putin's going into Crimea. He's going to go into uh, Estonia. He's going to go into the rest of um, the Ukraine. All these people are emboldened because we have such a weak president, such a weak president, uh, presence in the world. We have, there's no leader in the world, and, and the world has to know. The U.S. goes down, the world goes down. You know, we have no credence. you got all these people putting money into uh, Hillary's campaign, as David was alluding to. People got to look at Yellen. they got to look at Benarek, uh, what he did. Mm-hmm. they got to look at the way the stock market's going. All this phony money, when they stop doing that, these wealthy people ain't going to be so wealthy. And they're gonna not exactly. gonna want to support somebody like like Hillary. That's just hurting them. Yeah. yeah Hillary about- is not gonna make it. I don't think she's gonna make it at all. I think they're pouring money in the wrong place. And there's no other viable Democratic candidate out there that could win in two thousand sixteen that I've seen. Certainly not Joe Biden, who's on the edge of Alzheimer's disease. I mean he's he's just a wacko completely. So who would you think would would pop up if Hillary disappeared? There's nobody there. It's a void. That's right. That's why the Republicans can jump right in and, and get a, garner a lot of votes uh, and pick up that that vote. I don't think if Hillary won, it would be by very little, uh, and it would just be the you know Afro Americans generally vote Democratic, and ninety percent of them voted in the last section. About two thirds of Hispanics went for Democrats in the last section. But there's a lot of it's a lot of conservatism, believe it or not, in the legitimate um, Hispanic community out there, and I, I get to talk to some of them frequently. Uh, so the, the, there's a chance for, and the people that didn't vote, we should pick those 100 million people that never showed up at the polls. We need to get energized, those people to get out, and we'll have a Republican uh, president. I think we're going to have the Hispanics, the people getting out of college, looking at what Obama's done to the economy, yeah. realizing they can't get a job. Yeah. And, you know, they no matter how ill-informed they are or choose to be, they can't get a job and support themselves. And, you know, like Margaret Trudeau says, you run out of other people's money at some point in time. They're not going to vote for an extension of the same as we have right now. You've got to put somebody in that can do something. And Pelosi is the only one that's out there making noise, and she's just scary. I mean, they got to put her back in the drunk tank. <laughs> yeah. I love Yeah. Obama is just gone. He, he should have been thrown out a long time ago. Whatever happened to his cojones? He had them initially when he came in, and now he's voiceless. I mean, you don't you barely hear him. Uh, he's just sitting on the sidelines and refuses to leave the office. People were pushing to get him out, and he said, no, I, he just has a, a very short majority to keep him in there as speaker. So, you know, he's third in line to the president. I don't want him as president. Boy, that's scary. Yeah, it's, just, it's very look at the look at the people down the line who would be president. It, it's really bad. If they oh, Biden in there, an Alzheimer's yeah, station. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, when you were mentioning just a moment ago, uh, Mike, about the uh, uh, the racial issue because this guy was black, he didn't get as much attention as the, the other one, like Jesse Jackson's son there. In, instead of Blagojevich or Blagojevich or what? Yeah, like, the big guy. <laughs> uh, but think about this: yeah. uh, when 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 the little thing down here with uh, uh, the Hispanic that was having his face beat off by this uh, black kid, and finally he shot the black kid, and the Al Sharptons and the Jesse Jackson swarmed this place. Well, it, how about this? 
uh, Christopher Newsom and his girlfriend, Shannon Christian, were brutally raped, tortured, and murdered by four black males and a black female. Where was the Jesse Jacksons and Al Sharptons there? Only the local news carried that. Now, uh, I posted that on one of the groups in, in LinkedIn and still have not gotten the first comment on that. It's the most disgusting, despicable thing. I actually put the site up for people to see and go see what was taking place. It's incredible. There was a total, they, they took this uh, person's uh, uh, private parts and cut them out and did some terrible, terrible things to both of them. And not a single thing. I didn't hear it on Fox News. I didn't hear it on, on CNBC or MSNBC yeah. or CNN. You know, it was not there. We cover that crap up because we're dying of political correctness in this country, yeah. and it's just burning my butt to, to, uh, to no end. I cannot imagine that not being on the front page of every newspaper if this... Uh, stupidity that uh, went on here in Florida was able to garner such support and that just proves that the Al Sharptons, the Jesse Jacksons make their living on exploiting people of their color. Notice I don't use the word race because there's supposed to be one race, a human race, and then they go down from there all the way to that to that nasty rhino, you know, in the very bottom down there. But uh, you can't legitimately come up with any reason why they're keeping all of this type of news in the dark other than political correctness. That right. is we, we had a case in Hartford County, Maryland, where a 17-year-old black male broke into the apartment of a 29-year-old blind I repeat, blind male who was just finishing up his college degree. He took him that long and uh, stabbed him to death. I mean, he was stabbed 29 times. They quieted down. This was worse than the Zimmerman case, where it was one bullet and killed the guy. This guy was like he was mutilated, and it was very quiet. It was very hushed up here in the county, and the guy's doing a, a life sentence here now. And that that's just one case. Uh, you remember DOJ sent down agitators down to the Zimmerman case? We oh, paid yeah. for agitators to go down and stir up a riots down in, in uh, the, mm. during the Zimmerman trial. It, it, it's crazy what's going on. We need to get rid of Eric Holder. He is a bad dude, very bad. Oh, he oh, hates white things. people. He's got to go along with Michelle, the girl Obama, and Obama. All How about her waving hate. the flags over, uh, the communist flags over in China? Did you see that? I, I posted that on oh, Facebook. That's, that's horrible. Has anybody ever seen her wave American flag? I mean, she's over there spending millions and millions of dollars of tax dollars with her and her daughters because and her mother, know, her uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, you know uh, the husband has to be somewhere where his boyfriend is, not the, the family. Right. So uh, anyway, they're they're over there jumping up and down with the flags, and it, it's just making me want to puke. It's just the absolute incredibleness of what's taking place, and we need to not only call attention to it, but we need to fire the dogs and get people in there to take the place of these imposters. And not just the idea that he is not. 
was just disgusting when Obama met with the uh, Pope. And his single request, and this is so disgusting, he asked the Pope to pray for him and his family. No president in the world would ever say that. Pray for the country, pray for the world. Not pray for me and my family. Uh, that That was just totally disgusting. Well, Michelle Obama's become the black Jane Fonda. By waving the flags, don't you think? Yeah, <laughs> basically. There's That's no it. tank That's to sit on. It. it was no tank. <laughs> you can't yeah. act. Good description. Yeah, you know, we, we need a beheading here and there. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they'll bring people back to a reality. Yeah. I thought they should bring back the gallows here in Maryland. So many people are being mutilated and killed. Tourists comes into Baltimore City, and basically they tore them apart. I mean, there's just so much of this, and 90% of it is black crime here. Ninety percent. The state's thirty percent Afro-American, if you call them Afro-Americans. I don't think any of them were born there. And uh, look what's going on in the ninety percent of the crime here. Horrible. They get most of the entitlements. It's one of these things. Neanderthals are just moving forward and forward, and then the rest of us are being pushed back. And uh, with all the tax on top of it, my wife and I, when she finishes doing her dental practice, I think we're going to leave Maryland, go to some uh, nicer place. This is not the place to stay. My two children, two or three of my children are here. The only reason I haven't left. Well, you know, what you're pointing to, it's just, it, it just amazing. It cracks me up. They, well, they I mean, you're a racist. You're, I'm a racist, right? Because I'm afraid of going down to Baltimore City to see an Oriole game or uh, just driving through the areas down there to, to go to the science center, uh, you know, because my pension is science, and to see these people roaming around. They hurt. As soon as it gets dark, all the crime starts around here. And that's it. And now you live in a county that has the Aberdeen Proving Grounds. And on the eastern side of this county, it's a majority black and Hispanic. And the crime there is, wherever they are, there's a high level of crime. The other high level of crime is they get most of the jobs here. Eighty yeah. percent of the jobs go to them, the government jobs. We have a bloated government, a democratic, uh, draconian government. So uh, there's preferences. So there is racism on the other side just as well. By the way, do you have your 9mm on your on your hip whenever you go into those areas? By God, no, I, I bring a machete. I'm not allowed to carry a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I got my machete ready to go. Yeah, well, it's amazing. Yeah. All the libs and dems complain that, well, our prison system must be wrong because 90% of the inmates are black. Yeah. Well, that's because they're committing 90% of the crimes, and they complain, well, it's not proportional to the population. Yeah, you're right, it's not, but that's the way it is. It's reality. That's right, they're beating up the teachers, right? Mike, you're right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that just cracks me up all the time. Yeah, given the fact that that they're they're black, they can't be at fault. I mean, it's got to be society's rules that's bringing them and pushing them in there. They shouldn't have been arrested for killing or raping or robbing uh, the people that they uh, were uh, choosing to do so. They were only white, you know. It's the idea that we are so encapsulated and enthralled with the damn words of, oh, we can't be a racist, you know. I would like people to learn what a human being is and start realizing that if you have to have an adjective before your name, please get the hell out of here. This is called America. And those people who are going to live here are going to learn that we don't have to press one for English. Language is English, you get me? And there's not going to be a need for us to learn what type of religion that you have. When you come over here, we're Americans as a Christian society. That's what it's going to be. We speak English. Anybody got any qualms with that? 
You did you hear they may be teaching Vietnamese in some of the schools in this country? <laughs> I'm really, I'm really wanting to drop explode. French, drop French, and teach Vietnamese. That's brilliant. Who is that? We'll teach the communist Chinese uh, languages over here too. You know, there's, there are hundreds of dialects in Chinese. It's not just one language, and people from the north and the south may not be able to talk to each other in China. Uh, I took a course in college. Let me tell you, uh, it's a very difficult thing to. What the, what the government's deconstructing traditional America and industries and institutions here, and you see it every day. De Blasio is doing it in New York. Um, what, what, where will we be in 50 years from now? Um, black racial America—they're going to be controlling everything. Whites will be subjugated. Uh, will be the drones, if you will, to pay for their needs and their wants and their desires. We see a lot of stuff here. I mentioned in an earlier show that we have medical assistance people driving up in BMWs and Mercedes oh, yeah. uh, to, to our offices. And then that's alarming. The state can stop. They will not do it. I've seen these EBT cards, these electronic benefit transfer cards in the casinos. I play a lot of Keno. I love Keno. And uh, they pull them out. They get money out of the ATM. And they go on their way. You know, you have welfare mothers down there <laughs> just taking money out and playing games. It's just not right. It's just wrong completely. And this is how society is, is, is in an upheaval. If you remember Clockwork Orange uh, by Anthony Burgess wrote the, the play and the, uh, the movie script, and he wrote the book, it has the bad guys becoming the good guys at the end, chasing one of the bad guys. That's what it's, it's completely paradoxical here. It's the reverse of actual what is reflected in society, what we're seeing now, especially Maryland. Maryland's a microcosm for the whole country in terms of the blue states. Yeah, well, what about well, Noah? The, how about Noah, the, the, the uh, film that came out that, that played uh, up the fact that Noah was a murderer? <laughs> come on. Yeah, we, come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If you, if you listen to the advertisements of that thing, this is the greatest movie of the entire lifetime. Go see it. You know, I, I, I listened to Glenn Beck's rendition of it. I certainly have not seen the movie and do not intend to, but he was paid to listen to it to give his opinion, and you should have heard some of the crap that he was uh, talking about that happened into that in that movie, how he was supposed to be killing his children and children and all of the things, and, and then finally he was uh, seen as a hero because he, he finally chose not to kill his kids. And it was that the incredibleness of everything is to belittle and destroy the Bible, to bring the progressive atheist, communist, Marxist, socialist society into every brain pore. They dumb down the schools now. They know they're, they're in striking distance of taking over. They have these people who can explain the unexplainable and yes. sit there and say, if anybody disagrees with us, they're obstructionists and they're, they're actually uh, the enemy. They don't even have to say anything other than they're racist or they're this or that. They can point blank say a word, destroy the conversation and the the thinking process of their voting uh, populace. There is no need for them to come out and yeah. and bring evidence yep. to the fact that uh, whatever somebody else said is wrong. They don't have to. They don't have to do that. They just simply say it's wrong. Like the Joe Bible. Biden on the state on the on the stage, uh, that's not true. That's not true. You know, excuse me, uh, uh, 
please go somewhere and get help with that brain because yes, it is true. I and looked at the base. We didn't have anybody. We didn't have anybody with courage to stand up and say it is, and here's why. You know, that's the incredible thing here. Oh, you know the Bible. The way the Bible goes with Noah, he worked alongside his sons Ham, Shem, and Japheth. Uh, and they had good work ethic, and they didn't kill anybody, and that's not biblical literature at all. Uh, and I don't know where they're coming up with this. This They turned Noah on its head to attract people to come in and watch the movie, but it completely bastardizes the Bible and the traditional thought from from that time period. And it, it's pretty bad, and I'm not going to see the movie. Uh, my wife and I were thinking, what movie should we go see last night? We were thinking about it. They have a divergent of some crazy, another crazy movie like the uh, the Hunger Games. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of that movie. Then uh, there's a lot of other ones. Every one is a vampire movie or this, or some killing movie or murder. Or what's what's happening to society? society well, we have, they we have. Could, society we didn't need Doris Day. Well, Rock Hudson, you know, some lovey dovey movies yeah. to take the wife to. <laughs> they dumb down society. They know yeah. it's the striking point. Yeah. They can say and do what they want. They can go on national television just like the the uh, liar in chief and say, you know, it's the it, it's the uh, Republicans that have got the government shut down because they did not agree to 100% of what I said. So it's they're the obstructionists, you know, and they can and they get away with it. As a matter yeah. of fact, the, they're labeled they're being the Republicans are labeled the obstructionists because they are not giving in to all because they're certainly giving in to a lot but to all of the wants and desires of these lunatics on the left and and they're it's being bought every news organization is is publishing the fact that republicans are obstructionists how it lunacy the lunacy that is coming out and how it's being perceived as truth is what's really angering me. There is no way that a person in their right logical mind who believes and trusts in this country would simply allow that to happen. There is not a single word peeped out from the right saying, we're not the obstructionists, y'all are. Just because we did not agree 100% of what you wanted, we're obstructing? That somebody's got to stand up with kahunas and say that, you know? Well, we need a news media to start with. Exactly. Look well, what they did with the news media. They brought Ronan Farrow, Mia Farrow's son on there, and his show bombed. They gave him $4 million. Three days into the show, they gave him an award. I think, I'm not sure. I think it was the Walter Cronkite News Award. Three days into it, like the Obama 11 days to get the Nobel Prize. And, and this is the kind of people that they're bringing on to the media, people that don't know what they're saying. They have a bad fund of knowledge. And, of course, all of them went to the Ivy Leagues. Every one of the, these so-called brilliant people are from Harvard or Yale or, or they have a legal degree or whatever. It is. I think he has a legal degree in this case. We need another lawyer reading the news. That's why I wrote Demons of Democracy. If, if you have a chance, take a look at that book or at least it, uh, I could download it too if you like. And and see how bad most of the lawyers are, and how superficial their educations are. And these are the people we we rely on to make legislation to defend us in the courts. It's pretty sad. Yeah, you're right. There is not a there's a. I think more toward collusion to to destroy us from within means 
exactly that. I was listening to uh, the uh, channel where they were always talking about the market and, and etc. And, and this gentleman came on. I didn't have time to listen to the whole thing, but it, it, it gave me the entire point that when a person realized that a particular stock was going to be good, it was it was already too late for him to buy it because the insider trading is so pre- prevalent. There are a select few who know specific things and are given specific information, and just before anybody can, uh, is allowed to, uh, to purchase, they are able to purchase and, and make a particular windfall and then uh, uh, har- you know, and completely uh, obliterate everybody else. I wish I could remember the guy's name. It was, uh, uh, it was on Bloomberg, uh, right? Very interesting. What's that? Wasn't that on Bloomberg? Uh, was it on Bloomberg? It, it was on, on that, uh, that uh, 31 channel there that uh, began. These are the speed traders you're talking about, the new book yeah, that just came out. And they're getting special information, and only a select few can get into these stocks. I, it happened to me with Priceline when it came out years ago. I had a small pension, which I don't have now. I lost, and and uh, I tried. It was like twenty dollars for price. I was blocked out because only the bigger pension funds or people that had huge uh, catches of cash were able to get into Priceline, and that pumped it up from twenty to like fifty bucks in that one day. Fell back a little bit. Uh, so you're absolutely correct. The, the market's manipulated, and a select few only get to go in there, and that's so true. Yeah, they get to uh, the information on a scratch second early. They buy it. The price goes up. They sell it to the guy that should have been there in the first place, yeah. and then make a quick profit. Yeah. Day traders, week traders. Well, like Bloom- Bloomberg, is, uh, they're varying off into uh, politics a lot of times now, and they have no clue about politics. They don't have a good handle on the market, let alone politics. You know, you'd think they know more about what Bernanke and Yellen are doing with this quantitative easing. And they, they don't... The billionaires are wealthier, though, you know, because it makes their stocks go up, and that, that's who are profiting. People like us don't profit from that. People like us don't make any money, and it takes money out of the system that we need to, to function daily because the banks are tighter. Quantitative easing has not done anything to make loans easier for small businesses. So uh, it, it works for the wealthy. It doesn't work for anybody else. Well, you know, the known fact that's proven out there is uh, what's Martha's last name uh, that went to jail for a little bit uh, because she took oh, that in better. Martha Stewart, yeah. Martha Stewart, yeah. Uh, it, it, so every once in a while, some of the uh, lesser informed of the people who get uh, uh, that insider trading information, you surely would not get anybody else on the hook there, those the, the trillionaire uh, gentlemen who are uh, involved with that. I'm, I'm sure George Soros would be, you know, top of the list over there, but uh, you, you, he was the, the perpetrator, if you will, of uh, the collapse of the English pound, and he made his first trillion dollars over there, you remember? And people like that are, you know, from the inside and on the inside and, uh, they they get that that early news. So the the markets, uh, in in so far as I am concerned, should be like a business. Government and everybody else should be out of that. And the fact that uh, uh, someone is silly enough to 
put their money into something, uh, it's their choice. They've made the choice, and if it's good or if it's bad. I'm telling you, business as well, and in personal life, just like we're wanting everybody to live by their own means, we should never have bailed out the first business. You are allowed to fail just like you are allowed to succeed, period. Now, see how, I've got to get rid of that period. Uh, <laughs> you can't, you, you just have to allow free enterprise to work. And that means, yes, you're, it's desirable for you to succeed, and we're sorry that you failed. But we, we, being the federal government, should not be taking taxpayer money and deciding who to fire and hire. They can't even run a post office, for God's sakes. How in the world are we turning cylinder money over to companies? You see what I mean? Worse, how do we give the Ukraine a billion dollars, a billion dollars of money we don't have? Where do we come off doing things like this? That's that's, that's a a bummer. It's just such a coward. He thinks he can buy everything. And he talks because he thinks he's got such powerful speaking techniques that everybody, just like he said before the election, I'll make everybody in the world love us. Well, now everybody in the world hates us. Our enemies don't fear us. Our allies don't trust us. He's got race warfare, class warfare, yeah. destroying. I mean, I go on and on, but he's done nothing to help the United States. But this is what, what he wants. He wants chaos, and he's gotten what he wanted. This, this is a proven agenda for him. He, yeah. he doesn't want things to run smoothly. He wants the EPA to beat on people. He wants the HHS to do whatever, Homeland Security to tighten up on us. This is the kind of country that he wants. He wants a small subsection of it to benefit, and the rest of us not to. Yeah, that's called India. <laughs> very good. <laughs> it's not that's hard to tell which part of society he wants to be left, and yeah. and you could actually ask Michelle Obama that question and yeah. and get the, yeah. the right one. Uh, you certainly wouldn't have anything to do with those old nasty white people, you know. So oh, horrible people. To destroy yeah. to destroy a country would be exactly what was in her heart. I hate America and Americans is her, it has to be in her heart and soul. I mean, for her, if you would just read some of her writings, there is no room for doubt that she has this great hate for not only just white, but for America. It's just not something that uh, is hard to prove by uh, listening and reading to uh, things that she has published in past. Well, true to herself, just hates the country. If you go into the Harford County Library, whole books are lined up there for Black History Month. You can't get Obamacare dead on arrival in, into the library, but we could watch, look at her books there. We could look at all these other blacks putting. There was a black gay guy. He has books bought out by a dozens of books bought for the Harford County Library. They have a certain agenda here, and that's what's going to be followed. And they're going to push our thoughts, the right-wing thoughts, into the trash, which they're doing very well here. Precisely. Well, we're coming hear- down to the wire again, and I'm going to get uh, your word, Mike. You're going to be here next week. <laughs> I plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. I just love doing a radio program with the both of you. And we'll be seeing you back here again next Thursday. 
Thanks, David. Thank you, guys. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom.